focus. Tom right now to catch up with the Federal Agriculture Minister in Murray Watt. He's here in WA. Minister, good morning and thanks for joining us on Rural Focus. Good morning, Troy, and good to be with you. Now, you've uh, made your way back to uh, WA today to announce a four-person panel, uh, which has been appointed to uh, lead the consultation process here to uh, phase out the live sheep exports. When do you announce this? Uh, well, I'll be making that announcement today, Troy. Uh, and as you say, this is my third time back in WA this year. I was obviously in the Kimberley uh, shortly after the yep. floods up there and Port Hedland last week and back here in Perth today to make this announcement. Um, what we'll be announcing today is the start of the consultation process for how and when we implement our election commitment to phase out live sheep exports. Um, as you'd be aware, we've gone to the last two federal elections committing to phase out uh, live sheep exports and obviously we've now been elected and my job as the Minister is to get on and implement that commitment. So what we've done is come up with a panel um, of four people, all with different skills, different experiences, um, some connected to uh, the agriculture sector, some connected to the animal welfare sector, just so that everyone gets a bit of a stake in this. And their role, as I say, will be to consult very widely, including here in WA, or in particular here in WA, uh, about how and over what time frame we should implement this commitment. Uh, all this sort of stepped up a bit of a notch yesterday, Minister. Uh, 25 peak farming organisations, they sent you a, a joint letter. Have you had a chance to read through? Yeah, I have. I, I have. And I've had a number of different discussions over the last few months with different members of the industry. Mm. In fact, shortly after we were elected, uh, Perth was one of the first places I travelled to um, so that I could speak face-to-face uh, with members of the industry, people from the animal welfare sector. I actually visited some of the export yards to meet with exporters, farmers, the live export industry representatives. You know, I'm under no illusions that mm. they are opposed to this commitment. They were opposed to it at the election as well. And, you know, we live in a democracy. Everyone's got a right to have their say, but I guess I take that the fact that we did make that commitment seriously. You know, we, we understand that implementing this commitment will be a big adjustment uh, for people here in WA, uh, for sheep farmers, for the, the truckies who transport the sheep, for the exporters. And that's why we've said that we'll do this in an orderly way. Um, there are some people out there calling for an immediate ban, and that's not going to happen. Both the Prime Minister and I have already made clear that we won't be implementing this phase out just in this term of government, because it will take time for industry to adjust. So we we want to do it in an orderly way in consultation with the industry and I think there's actually potentially some really big opportunities for the sheep industry going forward as well. I mean we already as a country export more than 50 times the value of sheep meat that's processed on shore compared to live exports and there's new markets emerging. I was in London recently to kick along the UK free trade agreement. We've recently signed one with India. Uh, we're well on the way with the EU and all of them are new big markets for Australian sheep meat among other products and I want to make sure that WA gets a really good share of that those new markets. So I think I think there's still some opportunities there and they're the kind of things that we need to work through. Uh, some in the industry is saying you're a little bit pig-headed here? Well, I mean, I, I mean, people can say what they want. I'm not going to get into name-calling myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, no. uh, but you know, uh, as I say, we made a commitment, and not just at one election, but at two. Um, so, you know, it, it, I, I don't often find people calling for governments to break election commitments, and I have no intention of doing that on this one. Uh, and, you know, I recognise there are really strong views about this issue, uh, both within the industry and the broader community. Yeah. You know, there are yeah. a lot of people, including country people, who care very deeply about animal welfare. So... Yeah. You know, it's about getting that balance right. We have 
taken this decision. Uh, we won't be, you know, revisiting whether to do it or not, but we're mm. genuinely interested in hearing from people about how we can do this in the best possible way, particularly for WA, uh, and over the and what sort of time frame we should be looking at to do it as well. Are you ignoring, say, the basic economics and maybe the science on the animal welfare? Because we know since probably 2017, things have been a hell of a lot better uh, mm. with uh, the live exports. Yeah, look, I recognise and I've publicly recognised that the industry has made improvements to its animal welfare standards uh, and performance. But I think the reality is um, that due to a series of really quite tragic events uh, involving capsizing ships and other things, you know, significant numbers of livestock have been lost and, and there is a really broad concern within the community about this trade. You know, the the, the, the facts are that the live sheep trade, there, there still are significantly more mortalities than in, say, the live cattle industry. And, you know, I understand that different people have got different views about this and everyone can point to to, uh, different data to back up their argument. But Mm. I I think the fundamental point is really that we made an election commitment and that's all we're seeking to do is implement that just as we're getting on with implementing a whole bunch of other election commitments like delivering Mm. rail upgrades for the grain industry in WA and, you know, delivering stronger biosecurity for the cattle industry in WA. You know, these are all really positive things, I think, for the WA ag industry and, and we want to get on and do them as well. Will you be meeting with, say, WA farmers today, maybe WA rural growers, the Livestock Collective uh, while you're here? Yeah, I've yep. got um, this morning uh, I'm going to be doing a briefing for all the stakeholders, um, whether it be people from the industry, people from the animal welfare sector. Uh, I've been speaking with the WA government regularly about it well. Um, so we've got a briefing organised for people this morning. Most of those key stakeholders were advised last night that we would be announcing a panel today to give them a bit of a heads up, uh, but we'll be providing more te- detail, you know, such as the names of the panel members, what the consultation process will be. That'll all be happening this morning. And the uh, the panel have got, uh, what, about a six-month process with this? Yeah, um, so they'll report back to me yep. by the 30th of September, which I actually worked out as seven months rather than six. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the, um, uh, so they'll report back to me by the 30th of September. And, and as I say, you know, it's got to be a genuine consultation process. I'd expect the panel to be on the road throughout WA and obviously, you know, other states as well uh, to listen directly for, to people. By the end of the day, people will be able to um, get onto a website to start making submissions if they want to do it that way. Uh, and once the panel recommend makes recommendations to me, we'll obviously have to consider them as a government uh, and uh, and make some further decisions then. Um, but as I say, what this consultation is really focused on is how we should implement this commitment and the time frame for it. Uh, and I think there'll be some really good views that come through the consultation process. So I'm really looking forward to hearing from people about it. Have you been asked by the Livestock Collective people here in WA, have you been asked to go along and do a tour of the... Uh of the ship? Um, look, I don't recall that request being made. Um, as you can imagine, my office does receive yeah, yep. a huge number of requests and invitations to do things. So I couldn't say categorically they haven't, but I would don't you, recall. Would you go and do one? Would you go and do uh, one? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to engage with everyone about this, but, but I don't want to mislead people about whether any discussions I have will involve us backtracking on our election commitment. You know, we did make that commitment. As I say, we've done it now at two elections in a row, and, you know, we're really not getting into whether we should do this or why we should do this. Um, It's really about how we do it and what sort of time frame.
your big boss, Anthony Albanese, changed his mind during the week on superannuation. So hopefully here in WA, uh, we can change your mind on the live sheep exports, Minister? Yeah, I, well, look, as I say, I can only keep saying, and I've been really consistent from day one, you know, in those very early meetings I had with the industry, I was really upfront with them and said, look, my intention is to carry out this election commitment. You know, I haven't played ducks and drakes with people and tried to mislead them about what we may or may not do, but I've always said my door's open to hear about how we should do it in the interest, you know, to get the best possible outcome for WA and the industry generally. And look, I think in terms of that superannuation stuff, I think you know, it's a, it, the reality is that the, the adjustment that we're making affects less than half a percent of all Australians. It's about 80,000 people who've got more than $3 million in their super balances. So I feel pretty confident that we've kept our, our collection commitment on that by saying you know, there wouldn't be any major adjustments to the system. Have you more or less talked down uh, and tried to get your way with both Mark McGowan and Jackie Jarvis? Of course, they were both, you know, they both want this to continue. Have you sort of, you know, sort of said, well, hey, follow us and we'll look after you kind of thing? Well, I mean, obviously it's for them to sort of explain their position, but I've spoken directly with the Premier on at least two occasions about this Mm. um, and he's made his position very clear to me um, that he doesn't support um, this policy. I've also spoken to Jackie Jarvis several times uh, since she became the Minister late last year and, again, uh, she's made her position very clear. Uh, I've obviously seen her comments over the last couple of days where I think she recognises that we, we, we are being very firm about the fact that we made a commitment and we intend to implement it. And it, it looks to me that um, she's really now focused on getting the best outcome for the industry and for WA agriculture. So, And I guess that's what I'd encourage everyone to do is to get involved in this process because, as I said earlier, I think there are some really big opportunities for the sheep industry going forward. And, you know, and for truckies, you know, I'd like to think that we can still keep a lot of truckies. They might be transporting sheep to abattoirs rather than to port. So I think there are some real opportunities here to, you know, the industry will look different. Um, there's no no, you know, way of denying that, but I still think it can be a really positive industry. And of course, you know, that's not to mention grains and all those other fabulous products that Western Australia is famous for around the world. Well, if you haven't read today's rest, of course, you can see who uh, the prominent people are will be behind uh, this consultation process. As we say, you've got until probably the end of September. If people want to go and have a say on this, uh, a lot of people want to have a say on this, whether they're for it or against it. Uh, how can they do this here, Minister? Yeah, so by the end of the day, we'll have a website up and running. Um, and basically, if people just Google have your say agriculture that takes you to a page that has all the various consultation processes we've got open and this one will be one of them and um, so people are very welcome to make a submission that way uh, and as I say once this panel gets up and running they'll be spending a lot of time in WA uh, going around listening to people um, uh, to get their views so I'd encourage people to, to have their say uh, because we do want to shape this policy in, in the best possible way. All right, go along and have your say on that. Uh, well, it is going to be a, a bit of a, pardon the pun, but a bit of a, a sheep fight. But uh, Minister, mm. thank you for your time here today. I know that you've got a busy day in WA. Thanks for taking the time out and chatting on Rural Focus. No worries, Troy. Happy to have a chat.